Welcome to Rachel Lawson's The Magician's Podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Anyone who sees this man or knows of him, please want to talk to you. The host of the crime report said to a camera, a video played of a suspect disarming a terrorist in a local supermarket. Our next guest is Dr. Blake Alexander, a coroner and criminologist. He is also our crime editor. I think he looks like a famous stage illusionist because he is him, the host said. Tall, respective, called man in a black suit walked on stage and sat in a chair on stage near the host. Okay, hello Blake. Welcome to the show, advised. Hi Michael, said Blake. How's tricks? The host said and laughed. Blake laughed at the in-joke. He was a famous stage magician. The show's going good, Blake said. Hey, Grandad's on TV, cried his granddaughter at her family's home. In the lounge room, ran her parents. Out of a cloud of black smoke appeared, and he looked like a print of darkness, white and black goth makeup. And black leather gloves. What's he there for? Asked the goth. Like Kate settling as he appeared out of nowhere. Your papers call Mr. Average, said his sister, Christine. The man who stopped the terrorist at the attack. In the world supermarket, asked the prince. Darkness. Yes, said Christine. Do the police know who he is? Said the host. Of course not. We're looking for him. That's why I'm here, said Blake on the TV. The prince of darkness perched on the couch nervously. Why is he hiding? asked Christine. He's a hero, not a criminal. He knew it was going to happen, he said. The prince's father said. From what Dad told me of the crime, the police think he's a criminal. If he knew what was going to happen there, said the prince. He doesn't need to be scared, said Christine. He thinks the police don't believe in people who know things they shouldn't, especially when they don't share their knowledge with them, said the prince's father. Sometimes even the police won't believe you 
and will only get in the way, said the prince. Are you confessing to another vision, boy? asked Lancenia, the father. Mercy, no. I learned my lesson telling people I saw the actor die in the hidden run and telling people my tish was going to be murdered, said the prince. It weren't your fault, said Christine. I know, said the prince, blaming himself for letting him die. Don't feel bad. You tried to help, boy, said Lance. That's the problem, said the prince, holding back tears, afraid his makeup would run. The prince stood and disappeared in his black smoke. Lance give Junior some space. He's still grieving, said the prince's mother. Alone in the prince's room, the prince sat crying in the dark. He was thinking of his murdered girlfriend, Morticia, and how he failed to save her. Tish, he sobbed. I can't even win when I save people, he said, thinking the police wanted him for stopping another vision. He had done it before, dressed as normal man in a mask for the exoration virus, leaving his makeup and goth look at home. Mr. Average was hardly identifiable as an ultra goth. Later outside the prince's room, the hall rang with gothic poetry. The prince's voice was reading poetry to calm his tortured mind. Lucy needs to talk to someone. This is crazy, even for him. He's reading Chris's classic poetry book, said the prince's father to his mother Elizabeth. We should talk to him, said Liz. The prince fell silent when he heard soft knocking at his door. He closed the book and placed it on his bed, then sat at his dressing table, trying to fix his makeup, which had run from crying. He looked less like a vampire, and was more like a sad emo clown now. What do you want, he called. Out. To talk, Senior called back. Okay, when I'm ready, in a minute said the prince, casting a spell to fix his makeup, and walked to the door of his room. What do you want to talk about? said the prince. This goth thing is not good for you. Lance Senior. What could I being an emo goth be a problem? said the prince. You look more like a vampire. And your cousin, the Queen of Vampires. And she's a vampire, Lance said, frowning. I'm an emo, not a vampire, 
said the prince, offended. I know that, said Lance. Can't you dress less like Dracula? No, this is me. If you won't accept me as I am, you will have to just take me as I am, said the prince. You can't do that, shouted the prince in horror. I can and have. You've been ungoffed. Said Lance, smiling at his son's smart appearance. He wore a jean suit. His hair smoothly brushed. He looked handsome and a lot like his father. But all the prince saw was his father in a bad casual suit. I'm ugly, said the prince, depressed. No, you look good, said Senior. Can't I use magic to change back, said the prince, running to his makeup, trying to put on makeup, but it disappeared. What have you done to me? shouted the infuriated prince. You are not allowed to be a goff anymore, said Lance. Oh, said the prince, begging for help. He's right, Junior. You can't be a goff. It is not safe for you. It's depressing you, said the mother, not sure her husband was right. The prince walked over to his door and slammed it in his parents' face. Well, that went well, Senior said awkwardly. His wife glared at him. The prince cried for the rest of the night. Who are you? asked Blake, when the prince answered the front door of his family's home. Granddad, it's me, don't joke, said the prince. What happened to you? asked Blake. Grounded me and turned me into a normal person, said the prince. Oh, nice, said Blake. Is your dad in? Yeah, said the prince. Can I come in? asked Blake. Yeah, said the prince, leading his granddad to the lounge room. Then the prince called out, Dad, granddad's here. He wants to see you. Why are you shouting, asked Senior? It isn't a big place. Senior saw Dad and smiled. Hi, Dad, said Senior. What brings you to my home? I need help, said Blake. As the Reaper, King Morton, or the Emperor of the Soul System? Asked Senior seriously. No, it's coroner with the police. They want me to find Mr. Average, said Blake. The prince squirmed. Are you all right, Junior? asked Lance. Yes, said the prince. Tell your face, said Blake. Why do you want Mr. Average? said the prince. He's a witness. Blake said, and he knows too much. I hear you, Grounded Junior. The new Mr. Average looks good on him. 
Intervention not grounded, said Senior. Junior looked nervous to be compared to Mr. Average. I'm ugly, said the Prince. No, you will have to beat girls off with a stick before the girls would have tried to beat you off with a stake. Blake said jovially. Junior laughed. Junior scoffed. You truly are a super dork, snapped Junior. You look familiar, said Blake. I'm your grandson, said Junior. Maybe I thought I saw someone like you recently, Blake said. You and Granny had tea here last night, Junior said. You looked like Grandpa from the Monsters. Never mind, said Blake. Hey, said Junior, offended. Want to come with me, you two? Asked Blake. Where are you going? Asked Blake Senior. To Limbo, said Blake. You visiting Uncle Tempest? Asked Junior. Yes, said Blake. To identify Mr... Average, Senior said. Oh, Junior said nervously. Yes, said Blake. We'll come. Junior would love to see his uncle, Senior said. Yeah, Junior said, lying, knowing he was going to be called out. Yet he had not the courage to admit who he was. He felt sick. With nerves. Okay, should we go there in masks? Senior said thoughtfully. Why, he knows who we are. Said Junior, puzzled and scared. That sort of mask. He's in isolation. There uh, he is. Are you forgetting we have the exploration virus out here? said Senior. Yes, I think I may have come down with a bug, said Blake, who wore a surgical mask. Why did you go out then? To make more people sick? asked Senior. You got spare masks? Yes, and no, I came to find out if you could help me find Mr. Average, Blake said, and handed mask to Junior. It's clean, stop looking at it as if it were the plague, Junior, said Blake. Seeing Junior's reaction, he wasn't sure that he recognised him in it. Senior grabbed the mask from his son and put it on him. See, you're not dead, said Blake. Like a deer in the headlights, said Senior, putting the mask on himself. Buck up, boy. It's not that bad, said Blake. They didn't recognize him. Let's go, 
Ted's bike. A whirling vortex appeared. They walked into it, appearing a dimension away. They saw nothing but a man in a chair with a glowing pool of water. He stood up, smiling, walking towards them. Hello, Tempest, said Lance. Hi, boy, said Blake, waving. Hello, all. Ted Tempest, looking oddly at his nephew. Hi, Uncle. Temp, said the sheepish, realising why he was looking at him, as if he was strange. What brings you to nowhere? asked Tempest. We are looking to find out who Mr. Average is, Lance said. How would I know him? I don't get out much, said Tempest. The pool of time will tell you who he is, said Blake. Are they serious, Tempest said in his nephew's head. Yes, I don't think they recognise me, Junior said in his uncle's head. Are you two using telepathy? Asked Blake. We were just greeting each other, lied Tempest. Can we see Mr. Average? asked Senior. Only if you look, Tempest said, cryptically. Can you identify him? said Blake. Yes, Tempest said. Who is he? Mr. Average, said Tempest. But who is he? Ask Blake. Ask Junior, said Tempest. How would he know? snapped Senior. Junior looked scared. Junior? asked Blake. I... sorry, said Junior. Panicking. What for? asked Senior. I am average, said Junior. No, you're not. You're special, said Senior. Like a father? No, Mr. Average, said the 17-year-old boy. No, you are too young to be him, said Blake. No, I am him, said Junior. Oh, did you find out about the terrorists from Tempest? asked Blake. No, I have dark vision, said Junior. Not another one, said Senior. You knew, said Blake, glaring at Senior. He knew I had visions. He told me to ignore them. Because I would only get in trouble if I acted on them, said Junior. I acted on my own as average. You should have got help, said Blake. No one would believe me, said Junior. Dad told me I had a nightmare when I told him of the attack. Senior looked troubled. I thought it was a nightmare. Said Senior, I knew it wasn't. Senior, I had to stop it. You did good, boy, said Blake, his grandson. I'll say we couldn't find you. You are ungrounded, said Senior, turning his son back into the Prince of Darkness. Thanks, Dad, said Junior. Senior smiled. You are welcome. Senior said.
Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return. So, keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.